You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Trash Pandas. Uh, We're your hosts. I'm Lindsay, and this is Lauren. Hi. And we're here to tell you all about the trashy and trending reality TV. Um, So, Lauren... What have yes. you been watching this week? Um, so I started watching uh, The Good Place, which is really fucking funny. I really love it. I've I've watched a couple of seasons before, and then I kind of just forgot about it and came back to it. And it is so funny. I love that show. I think that everyone should watch it. Kristen Bell is hilarious. I love her. Um, I do too. I think she's so good. I love her. Um, and then I also watched. Um, I've been watching Sons of Anarchy. I'm on like season six right now. Uh, my boyfriend and I, and I have been watching it, and it's not exactly the show that I would have chosen, but it's pretty good. I actually kind of like it. I'm not really a motorcycle person, but whatever. Uh, it's yeah. pretty good. Spencer always tries to get me to watch it. And I'm like, mm. and, you know, it's not my cup of tea. I don't know. Like we were talking earlier. If you were forced to watch it, it would actually, I think you would like it eventually. Forced to watch it. Yeah. If you were forced to watch it. Um, so. But you know, it was like, it's like one of those things that we were talking about where you have to be like in a specific mood to like binge watch certain things. And if it like doesn't just immediately grab your interest, you're like, yep. Me. Especially scripted TV for me. Um, so I've been on a married at first sight kick. Love that show. So I totally missed last season. Um, so I am just like binge watching and catching up on the last season. Um, it is so crazy and terrible. And I just like, it's one of those shows that you're like, would I ever do this? Could you ever, like, picture yourself doing something like that? Um, Married at First Sight? No. I don't think that I could do that. I know that my brother wants to do it. My no. brother, Renee, wants to do it really bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are signing We are signing Renee up. Right? I think that he should, actually. I think that he would be really good for that. He's a good guy. And I think that yeah. he's handsome. He's sweet. He has kids. They're awesome. So, you know, I think that he would be good for that. But this season of Married at First Sight has been a whirlwind. Oh, my gosh. Well, technically last season. Last season. Because it's already it finished, it wrapped up. And it's right. all out there. But, like, there's these couples that, like, Mindy and Zach. So the figure skater and then the model, the model Zach with the amazing the hair as I mess with my bangs a million times because they're driving <laughs> me nuts. Um, but, like... That was such a weird relationship. And I felt so bad for Minnie because you're like, you can totally tell she's in this for the right reasons. And then she was just totally matched up with a D-bag. Total D-bag. That guy is a waste of space. I'm not sure why they ever brought him on there. He must have lied his way through the interview process. But here's the thing is, I don't even know how he was able to lie through the interview process because anytime anybody talks to them, they're like, Zach says a lot of words that mean nothing. Mm-hmm. So how are you able to lie? He talks words? in he, circles. He talks in the weirdest circles. It's so bizarre. It's it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Like he says all these words, and at the end of it, you're like, "What, what? are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? It's so bizarre. It is the weirdest thing it's ever. Bizarre. And he just seemed like he wasn't interested from the get. Oh yeah. 
Um, and he should have just been honest, you well, know. He seemed like interested on the wedding day. Um, and then pretty much immediately after he was like, I'm not like attracted to you and whatever. So yeah. And I felt so bad for her when he said that. I know that's not something you want to hear. And and she's like super cute and like in shape and like not saying like you have to be in shape to be cute, but she's like, she was like his type. Like she's physically fit. She checked all the boxes that he gave them in the parameters of what a person should be. And she has like this great, you know, story. And, um, yeah, so that that sucked. And then there's only, like, one couple that I'm tr- truly rooting for, which was um, Jessica in Austin, I think his name He's is. the blonde guy. He's the blonde with yeah, the Yeah, he's so, he's such a nerd. Like, you can just tell he's a dorm. They both but, are, but they're so but they're cute. They're perfect for each other. Yeah. And I felt so bad because some of the other uh, couples are just, like, paired up with total assholes. Yeah. Like, um, what's the one guy you said it was Brandon, Brandon, Brandon and Taylor and Taylor. Yeah. I felt so bad. Well, you know what? She posted, uh, she posted a video on her Instagram. I think it was, or Snapchat or something like that, where she was just like, I only have a few things that I expect from somebody. And, you know, I just want you to be like a good person and, you know, like have your shit put together. Blah, well, no, blah, and blah. Nobody checks like, these boxes. She was like, how hard is it? Like, why am I still single? And meanwhile, she's, she's married, married <laughs> and her husband's upstairs as she's like posting this video. And of course it ends up in a huge fight because who would not be offended by that? So absolutely. So he was a jerk, but she was a jerk too. But then, like long, you know, in the long run though, he ended up being an even bigger jerk because he was just like, like completely like mentally abusive, uh, like would not, he would just shut down if they were having an issue, she would want to talk about it. He would just shut down completely. He would have tell a camera crew that they can go. He'd be laughing in their faces, making it seem like, you know, I don't care. I don't care about this girl, blah, blah, blah. But then in their time, alone together if it was just like in the cameras in their house and not a camera crew he was like totally cool with her and was like acting like everything was fine and that they're gonna you know stay stay together and all this stuff it's like yeah he had like a really big issue with like being on camera and like being around like production and like it was funny because I think Jessica said it she was in the meeting she was like in a meeting with all the girls and like Pastor Cal and she was like, we knew what we signed up for. Like right. we knew we were signing up to be on camera and we knew we were signing up to like document our lives. So what's his issue? Like, I don't understand. Like if you didn't want cameras following you, why'd you sign up for Yeah. Why would you do TV something show? like that then? Like, like and you know that these cameras are going to be following you for like three months, yeah. you know, they're going to be constantly there. So yeah. to act like you're one person on camera and be a totally different person off camera, like just be true to yourself and, yeah. and, and actually be a real person. Like you're not going to have a marriage end up well, if you can't even just be honest with like somebody. Authentic. Yeah, exactly. Like there's no way that that would happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that show definitely is like, I've seen all of the seasons so far and yeah, it's really good. The like, first, like in the very first season, there was a girl who was not attracted to her husband and now they have two kids and yeah. they're like totally like and the perfect she, couple. Like, she like hosts 
like yeah she like hosts some like, of the after the shows after shows yeah. i'm like it, she's amazing and he's amazing and they are like totally in love and and it worked out for them and they've obviously been married for six or seven years now at least yeah I mean, how many the shows are been, there? The, the show has been on for a long time. Yeah, I think it's like nine or ten. Yeah, seasons if you want to binge watch it, I think they're all on Hulu. I think a few seasons are on Hulu. If you have Philo, I know that all of them are on Philo. Yeah. Um, you know, use whatever pirating. It's a life show. It's Lifetime, isn't it? It is a Lifetime yeah. show. Okay. Um, you know what? Also, there was another show that came on around the same time as Married at First Sight, and it was called Arranged. And I think there was only two seasons and then it kind of just dropped off, but it was arranged marriages. Yeah. Okay. And it was really good. I loved it. I was hoping that they would bring it back. That was on DIY. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I never watched that one. I was hoping they would bring it back, but they didn't, but it was really good. I enjoyed the crap out of that. I love mess. Like I just love any kind of trashy, anything. Is she okay? I don't know. I got to fix her. Um, <laughs> It's just like interesting to see like that kind of thing. If there's like people that are in arranged marriages, how that works out, you know, they say like, if you, you might, you know, fall in love or it might be terrible, you never know. So that was pretty interesting too. Um, another show that I have been really interested in as well that we were talking about earlier was um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I just started watching that too. And we both started watching The yes. Great, which is also a really good show. Yeah. I recommend it for sure. It's about Catherine the Great. And um, it's, it's amazing. I love Period Pieces. are your thing if you love the Tudors. Um, it, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Well, like anything. well, not really Game of Thrones, Game I guess. Of Thrones, but Game of Thrones kind of has like that magical, like. It does, yeah. Fantasy, fantasy issue, or not issue, but like element. <laughs> it's issue. an issue. <laughs> it's an issue, or an element to it. It tutors and the great don't. They're very they're based in what happened like in history, real history, but, but right. scripted, obviously historical fiction. And the great is actually a comedy, and it's super funny. It is. I really funny. like it. I definitely am going to watch it again. I'm kind of like a two time person. I yeah. like to go and watch things you're over a, again. You're a two timer. I'm a two timer, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. So if you guys watch that, we will talk about that at one point. I'm sure we will because I'm obsessed. Yeah, I have to finish it. I'm like. Halfway through the first season, it's really good. Come closer. You I know, so I'm far sorry. away. I'm I just want to be close to you. I just want to. Okay. Um, so, 90 Day Fiance, uh, The Other Way. The Other Way. This week. This week. It, um, was, it was intense. So, we start off with uh, Devin. And uh, Devin is in south korea and she has like the mask on her face and she's talking about how the pandemic has hit south korea and like she shows like a picture they live in seoul south korea so highly populated city and she shows like outside of her apartment and the streets are just completely empty and then it's like seven months prior and then we see Jihoon. I love Jihoon. I love he's Jihoon. so funny. I love him. He's so endearing. Um, <laughs> he's so cute. Um, so Jihoon's 29. Devin is 23. Uh, they met. They were on last season of 90 Day the Other Way. Um, they met and the first time that they met, the first night they spent together, she got pregnant. So. 
Um, they now have a baby together. His name is Taeyang. So cute. And um, she goes to live with him in South Korea, but realizes quickly, like, Jihoon does not have his shit together. Like, he is, um, he calls himself, like, a man-child. Yeah, he's like a self-proclaimed man-child. He lives with his parents, um, which, no shame, but um, he lives with his parents, and he's expecting, like, her to come live there with them, but it's, like, a one-bedroom, super tiny apartment, like, one bathroom, and she's coming over there with two kids. To add into the mix because she has Drusilla, Drusilla, from, Drusilla from a previous. Uh, I'm sorry, but I do not like that name, and I'm so sorry. Sorry, Drusilla. It's not the best. It's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, she gets there and she's like, "You don't have your shit together. You don't have a job. You're. What are you doing? What are you doing?" And she ends up moving back to the U.S. after the last season. Um. So we see her, this season starts with her, she's back in Utah with Taeyang and Drusilla, and she's living with her parents, and she's going to go back to South Korea again, because Jihoon has promised he's got a job, and he's going to change his ways, and blah, 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 and she believes him, and um, that's basically kind of where we left with them. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that happened with them, but we also have, like, a, a history with them already right. so kind of like the same way as Darcy where we already know some stuff about her um obviously I don't think that Jihoon and uh they I don't think that they're nearly as like totally messed up as like Darcy and Tom were but I love Jihoon and I love, I love his family I think that he's a totally authentic yeah, cool person. He's super he's charming he's and super charming. He's super charming and super endearing, and you just like love him. Like you, you understand why he's gotten away with being a man child <laughs> because he's. I like, love that because he's like adorable. Like you're just like I love you. I want to be best friends with you. I want to be friends with them in real life. Right, like literally, he, he's hilarious. And they're like, and Devin's kind of bliss to me. Like. Not too much of a personality. She doesn't have a lot of personality. She's very uh, one note. Yes. I feel like she's very monotone, yes. just kind of like whatever. Yes. She laughs at his jokes. Yeah, she and does. obviously, I think that they have fun together. I think that their relationship is definitely real. Like, yeah. I'm not questioning it. Like, I definitely think. But she like, got pregnant the first time that they ever hung out. And so. Oh, do you uh, want to talk about that? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. So she's holding it. She's like, I'm bringing these condoms with me because I don't want to get pregnant again. And I was like, what? You she's know? And she's holding like two boxes. And at first it looks like, it looks like printer ink. They look like tampons <laughs> to me. At first I thought she was talking about tampons. I was like, what are you doing? Just shoving them up there and like hoping that nothing goes up or like, what's going on with that? You trying to absorb something or, but she, okay. So she goes, I don't want to get pregnant again. And then she reveals that they got pregnant because, well, and she, it, well, first of all, she says she got the extra snug fit. Oh yeah. The extra snug fit because it came off the last time. Yeah. And that's how she got pregnant. So there's that information for everybody in case you missed it. Devin apparently got pregnant because the condom didn't fit. Not because she was being <laughs> irresponsible or he was being irresponsible. Right. Right. Okay. So good for them. I'm happy that she's taking the extra steps to not have a, a third child. Taeyong is 
adorable. Cutest baby ever. Quite literally, like, I usually think that babies come out and look like aliens. He did not. And I'm, no. He's beautiful. Like, super adorable. Like, beautiful. Like, baby model. Yes. Like, little, little Gerber, tiny Gerber baby. baby. Exactly. Like, he's, yeah. he's the cutest little, little, little chunk. Little chunk. I've so ever cute. Seen. Um, my mom said, Oh, Darcy, so sad. Hi, mom. And also, we agree that is so sad, but we love oh, Darcy. No. So, Darcy, we love Darcy, but her situation, she's a little eccentric. Like, when it comes, first of all, who wears like Louboutins to the airport and gets them stuck in the actual <laughs> escalator? Was it when she was? It was when she was going to see Tom, and she like goes to the bathroom right for after like forty-five she gets minutes, up and she's like <laughs> blow drying her crotch, and like and like she like spritzes herself with perfume like at least sixty times. At I'm least. like, I'm like, girl, you. You spray you and probably, walk in. Yeah, walk it. into it. Like you, reeking. Right. Just reeking. reeking of like plain that and poor limo driver stripper smell you're wearing. And then she said, love to hate Darcy, which is true too. I love her. I, I love, do her. love I don't Darcy, hate her. But I, there's not a bone of me that hates I her. I think it's a little intense, like when she's trying on wedding dresses, but she's not even engaged. I think that's just like it's her just that's just like her like hopeless, like romantic <laughs> side. Hopeless. She period. Just, she, she just gets like wrapped up in the fairy tale of it. Like oh, she, yeah. she, she wants to love and be loved. That's exactly. Crazy. And I don't think that that's something that you can fault somebody and, for. And like when you see her with her girls, I'm sorry, but I'm like they. She's a good mom. Adore her. Like, like, yeah, so, she's a good mom. So I don't know. I, I will agree with that. I love Dars. I she's love intense Dars. She's in whatever. But she's a, amazing TV, and that's why she's been on 90 Day for. And she'll four continue years. to be on 90 Day. Yes. <laughs> She will continue. I don't, I think that she could literally not have anyone lined up. She's single as fuck, and quite literally <laughs> will still be on Ninety Day Fiance. Like, like get her own spinoff. That'd be amazing. My God, I want that. Oh, actually, that would be good. I would love to watch, watch Darcy spin. I would watch. What like what do you do in your day to day? Like what would like, you call it? What, like how many wigs do you have? <laughs> and and can someone fit it to you, please? Oh my God! Yeah, the great. entire time during like the uh, reunion. Or Her whatever, I want here. to just pull it up, just just pull it pull up. up. Like, like it should be like right here. It's way <laughs> back here. <laughs> she has a ten head. It's like <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, we got sidetracked. Okay, okay. okay, so next couple, Yasmin and Brooklyn. So Yasmin, um, we see a little bit more of his life. So he explains that um, already that Brittany's clothes are an issue. Um, he said like last time she got off the plane when she went to visit him in Jordan that she was wearing like a spaghetti strap um, tank top and like her stomach was showing and her boobs are showing and blah, 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 blah. And so he was like, yeah, she's going to need to wear uh, a hijab. And um, so he's already like explaining like how this is going to be an issue. And then he goes and he works in a market. It's like a family owned business. And he goes to like talk to his brother about it. And his brother is basically like, are they twins? They look a lot alike, but no. Okay. They're not twins. No, they're I not. thought for sure they were. They look identical. They look a lot alike. Um, but his, his brother is basically like our parents would have never like chosen this woman for you. Like, you're going against her culture. Like she's never going to fit in. Like you want her to fit in. Um, 
and that if he was going to get married, that his parents would have. All right, we need to talk. We need to unpack this. His parents would have chosen that he marry a relative. Because I guess like his parents were relatives that were like arranged together to marry. And a lot of the couples in his family are relatives. So they don't go into this like too much because I assume like, like what kind of relative right, is like, it like is second it like cousin third fourth cousin sure or whatever like I don't know. I would like to know more about and that. like I don't know enough about the culture to like make a broad statement about that because I don't know like if that's the normal then that's your normal and whatever it's been what you guys have been doing forever and who am I to That's judge? fine. <laughs> Do what by, I want. By American standards, it's odd. But Lindsay, I'm not going to marry you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought we were going to be together forever. But I was just trying on wedding dresses. <laughs> uh, hilarious. <laughs> um. So anyways, so his brother is already like, you're creating a problem in the family and just be prepared like for the problems that you're creating by by choosing this woman that you want to be with. Um, and then we see um, Brittany <laughs> chugging a bottle of wine <laughs> before she gets on the plane to go to Jordan. Like she's super nervous. So she's like drinking all the wine. And I'm like, yes, girl, I identify. I hear that. I yeah. identify. And, Doing it right now. Um, her dad brings her to her, the airport and her dad is like, let's see you can just tell that he loves the crap out oh my of his God, daughter. He's so cute. And what I love about him is, I don't know if you noticed, but he says everything with a smile. Like, literally everything with a smile. So he's like, feel, he's like, everything I'm feeling on the inside, I'm not portraying on the outside. Like, I'm just like smiling. Like, I'm really sad, but I'm still smiling. Like, that's my <laughs> baby girl. He just wants his daughter to be happy and healthy. Well, and yeah. That's all and, that really matters. And he talks about the fact that, like, he was a single dad. And he had to raise her and he had to figure out raising figure a daughter. Out how to raise a daughter like on his own and all that. And so you can see they have like a super cute relationship. They're so cute. She's like, don't worry, dad. Like I'm going to Jordan forever. It's fine. Bye, dad. See ya. And it's so sad. I, I, I don't think I could ever do that. No, I, I don't. I, I really couldn't leave my single dad. I no. can't leave my state without <laughs> feeling guilty about all of my friends and family that would like die if I wasn't around. But I know because the world totally revolves around me. <laughs> and I just like think about all these people that I would be hurting if I left. And so then I see people that are going out of the, the country of the world. to the other side of the world and you're it t- some of them are going to places where it's like you probably can't come back anytime soon it would cost a crap ton of money and they pack up their entire lives and they're you just know, like bye. And, yep okay bye like like um, and she's some like, of them don't even tell people until like the week before they that leave was her. That was yeah she, she did she that she didn't even tell her dad that she was like permanently staying and she was like i'm leaving on wednesday yeah so forever yeah, like my grandparents go to Florida for half the year, and that like devastates me. I'm like, look, I know, right? You're not like a car. My ride dad away. goes to Florida, and I'm just like, I can't. I know, it's too far. Where are you going? I know. Where are you? <laughs> How do I get to you? How do I adult? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a family person. Like all of my best friends are my cousins. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I'm our family like is very much close. so yeah. like just close with yeah. the cousins. All of our cousins are like 
people they're they're the people I hung out I didn't hang out with people in school I hung out with my cousins cousins yeah and I thought that was like how everyone that was, was normal. but apparently it's that not. is not a thing <laughs> it's not I normal. did not know <laughs> I know our family is really close which I love about our family same same so anyways there's a little insight for you guys back our family. back to us being the best and everyone else fucking out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so her dad is cute, drops her off at the airport, and she's on her way to Jordan. We don't see any anything else from her. Next couple, Summit and Jenny. Love them. Me love too. them, love them, love them. I think that Summit and Jenny are, like, totally. For real. Perfect. Yeah. Like, perfect couple. Perfect. Perfect, but his family does raise legitimate concerns about the fact, like, what Jenny is already in her 60s, Summit is 31 or 32, and so what are you going to do when she's in her 70s and 80s in your 40s and 50s? Like, That's true. You're going to be taking care of her, like, you're going to be needing to help her more than you probably would another spouse. Well, they also were bringing up the fact that um, the firstborn in in their families are usually the ones that are in charge of the the parents as they get older. And that if she's getting older, she's actually older than his mother. Mm -hmm. So if she's older and, and she needs help, then he can't spend as much time with his family helping out his parents, which is a legit thing. But at the same time, like love is love and age is just, Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> so, you know, I, I totally get where they're coming from. But at the same time, I think that they need to just let him be with her. I mean, they've gone through so much already, especially since they were on the last season. Yeah. Um, And, you know, ended with basically her going back to America because his. And they didn't know if they would ever see each other. They didn't know. And they both were crying so and they sad. both were so upset. I totally get it. Um, I just, I, I think that. I think that they're good for each other. I think that they should just, you know, let that go. So we see Summit talking to his brother because Summit actually bought or is renting a house that's like two hours away from his parents. Mm-hmm. It's an older house. And he got it specifically for him and Jenny to share. And his brother was helping him move in. And his brother is like raising all these concerns. He's like, you're the older brother. You're the one that I was expected to take care of our parents. Like you're the one that like in our culture that is supposed to be doing this and supposed to be doing that. And Summit is like, you know what? He was like, I did what I was supposed to do with our culture. Like I, I got in that arranged marriage and I tried it out and I was miserable and I was unhappy and who was there for me. And who, what about my happiness? Like he's like, basically like screw the culture. Like I'm done living like that. Like you guys didn't have my back. Like I was in this miserable marriage. I tried it out and it's a no go. Um, and I, I know that at least in the commercials for like this season, he even says like, can't you see that that marriage was killing me? Yeah. And because he wanted to be with Jenny so bad, I have nothing but high hopes for them. I hope that this season turns out with them being married and totally happy. Um, I just, I just love them so much. So I'm, I'm really rooting for them. So then we see like Jenny saying goodbye to her family and they're super cute, but they're like, have you seen his divorce papers yet? Her daughter asked Jenny, like, have you seen his divorce papers yet? And she's like, no, we haven't because it takes so long in India to actually get the divorce. Getting a divorce is hard. It's hard. It's not like, it's not a normal thing, like to get a divorce. So it takes a long time. 
And she's like, I haven't seen it, but I trust him. And, and her daughter is basically like, I mean, I hope you're right, ma'am, but like, you fool me again. Like, I'm not going to be like, so forgiving next Yeah. Time. They're not just going to come like, running right. to get you again, right, you right. know, yeah. which I totally understand that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next couple, let's do Ariella and Binyam. Okay. They're not, it's not, they didn't have a super large part. So basically, um, we see Ariella and she's like having dinner with her parents and it's like their like last gathering together before she's supposed to fly off to Ethiopia. Her mom's going with her. Um, remember she is decided to have the baby in Ethiopia. Um, but the big news that we found out was that Binyam was in a relation, was married to an American woman. Um, and he has a two and a half year old with that American woman that, and he doesn't see either anymore. They both, they moved back, they moved back to America. And so he has no relationship with this woman or their two and a half year old son anymore. And so that was like red flag central. Like, yeah. Uh, just like on the last yeah. season of, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was uh, the other way as well, but there was the girl that came back with, they came to America eventually with her son she they had a baby together and it was the same thing he had um like married two other women and had kids with them that also like he doesn't see and stuff like they were over in uh russia why can't i, I can't remember, remember her name but they were in russia and and it just reminds me of that because he also had a history of like dating women getting pregnant marrying them and oh, then getting oh, divorced. Oh, 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 He was like a trainer. He was like a yes. fitness trainer. Oh my God. And what's her name? I can't. And they were I like, always want to say Rachel, but I know that's not They were in Oregon. It was like Emily. Emily. Yeah. Emily. And, um, I can't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of that where it's like, you know, there's a history yeah. there of people do of doing the exact same thing. And so mm -hmm. do you trust him and go with it? Or do you just assume that he's probably just doing this for a green card or whatever? And then the other issue that her family brought up was religion because she comes from a Jewish family and she intends on raising her baby in Judaism. And he is Christian Orthodox. Ethiopian Christian, Christian Orthodox. Orthodox. Yes. And so they were like, is he okay with the fact that you're, you plan on raising the baby Jewish? Like, have you guys talked about these things? And she was kind of just like hemming and hawing, like, oh, I don't see it. It won't be a big deal. And I'm just like, I don't know, like maybe I'm making like super fast judgments, but I just feel like, girl, you are like living in la la land. Well, like, when she was asked about it, she straight up said, it's my baby. Yeah, yeah, I'll raise was, my baby how I want. Too. I'm like, it's his baby. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. I thought that maybe I was like, maybe I'm just being sensitive about it, but it's like, if you're having a child with somebody, it's not just your baby. It's together. Right. Your baby. The right. two of you have this baby. Right. And I understand the whole, like, uh, you know, having two separate religions and all that stuff. If you want to raise your kid to be like, you can choose and, or you get both the best of both worlds or whatever it is. But she was just basically like, 
going to be Jewish. That's it. Right. And I feel like that's probably going to be an issue in the future. Yeah. I don't know if it will be an issue on this season. Um, but I, I think it's kind I of like, it's gonna be yeah, issue. it's like showing it because that that's going to be an like issue. Super. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Like she was like, she had conviction about the fact that like, I'm raising my yes. child like to be Jewish. And so it's like, wh- like why? I just never understand about these couples. Like I'm always like, how have you not had this conversation? Yeah, why aren't you talking about Why that? have you not? Why hasn't this been a thing that you brought up before you're going to, like, fly across the world and marry this person? But maybe that's, like, TLC, like, overproducing and, like, and that's setting, thing setting up a storyline. We already know that they basically ask people straight up, like, do you have a secret that you've been keeping? Yeah. Or do you have something that you need it's to It's like the Maury show. Duh. <laughs> all these people are going to have something that they have to tell them, you know? So we already know that that's going to be an issue already. They're, they're giving a precedence right there that that's going to be an issue. Yeah. So whatever. All right. Final couple, final couple, Kenneth and Armando. I love them too. Uh, I think they're so cute. We haven't seen them together yet. Yeah. So we, we haven't seen any of them together yet. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, in like generally speaking, yeah. like we haven't seen them together, so I can't say that they're so. Well, we've seen Jenny and Summit together from last season, and right. Devin and Jihoon from yes. last. I, did I say semester? Semester? No, you said season. You said season. I said season. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, so we have some of them that we know what they're like. I mean, I can just, you know, you have a feeling. You just know that they are going to be a good couple. Yeah. Um. You can tell that they love each other a lot. They're both doing a lot to be together, including um, Armando coming out to his sister again, um, again, because she, the first time, I think we talked about it last, yes, we did the last episode, but, yeah. um, you know, she did not take it so lightly for everyone that's just joining us. Um she didn't, she didn't take it so well, but she His is family now. didn't take it well the first time he came As out. far as we know, though, he hasn't told his mom and dad no, he told- that, that, that he's moving oh, with no, this no, guy. No, no, no. Right. I think right. that's going to be next episode. Yes. That he's going to sit down and tell his parents, like, hey, I'm moving with a man to live with him and marry To be him. in a relationship and get yeah. married. Right. Um. So anyways, this episode we saw Kenneth and he's at, like, dinner with his kids and it's like their final dinner before he he leaves and um so he reveals to his kids that Armando is only 31 um because he had been telling him like oh he's in his like mid to late 30s so he like just revealed he's 31 I'm like oh that's such a cute lie like it's not even that big of a lie in in terms of 90 day lies I mean it's not like he's 18 you know what I mean like (laughs) and and, yeah you're right in terms of 90 day fiance lies that is like the least of my worries so um but it was funny because his son is dating a girl who's 31 so he's <laughs> same age yeah. yeah and she was there his girlfriend was there and she's like I'm 31 <laughs> yeah she just like volunteered that information like I'm 31 too like good for you girl but they all kind of we're talking like, about this right now they all just kind of like laugh about it I don't think they're really concerned about it I don't think so either um, I think the only thing like oh he also reveals to his kids that he plans on proposing and um 
his kids are just worried about their safety. Like that's really what it seems like. Like they're, and they're worried about like not seeing their dad as much because it seems like they're super tight knit family. And like, I mean, he has triplets and a son. Yeah. And they are very concerned about not being able to see him. And if he, he has said in the very, in the very beginning of it, he says, I have been raising my children for 27 for years. Twice, yeah. I, that's all I've ever known is just my kids. And well, and he's also said like, I haven't put any energy into any relationships for, exactly. the, for the past 27 years. And it's time for him. Time I feel like it's time, time for him. But also I love his kids so much because his kids don't make him feel bad. They're like, we want you to be happy. Like yeah. we're sad because we love you so much that we're sad that you're not going to be around as much. Like they're like not trying to like manipulate him or anything. They're like, we want you to be happy. We like everything you tell us about Armando seems wonderful. Like they're not like trying to be a-holes about it. Like they're just like, they're going to miss their dad. And right. I, I would, to I totally get that. Like uh, I, yeah. I would feel the same freaking way. My dad lives like 10 miles away from oh, me and I miss him right now. I know. Like, I know. Come on. I know. So if you're talking about somebody that's going to be going, you know, away for a long time or going far away where it's hard to like come visit, of course they're going to be upset. And he has like a three-year-old uh, grand mm -hmm. grandson. Mm -hmm. So, you know, especially when you have like a kid involved too, where it's like, you're, I want to be able to see my grandchild. And or, he's you basically know. helped his daughter raise that yeah. three-year-old. So like they've been living with him. Yeah. So they've been together, like from the beginning of this kid's life. So it's going to be, going to be a huge adjustment. And I just think that's why his kids are sad, but like, I love like their relationship just seems so like healthy and like sincere and like genuine. And his kids are like, we want you to be happy. Like, if this is what makes you happy, then do it. We're just going to miss you. And that's, I think, a totally healthy, like, normal Yeah, that's normal a normal reaction. reaction. Yeah, totally. I yeah. agree with that. Um, I think that it's really interesting that um, they're so accepting of it. Because I, I think that in most cases, people would probably be a little bit more, you know, like, why are you doing this? Why are you leaving? You know, yeah. and and they're they're totally happy for their dad, yeah. which that makes me happy for him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that they're gonna. I my prediction is they're gonna stay together. I know. And I'm I just like, like, I just am like dying to know why they opted to stay in Mexico. Yeah, I wonder too. I know that because of his daughter, I I automatically assumed that because of his daughter that it had something to do with like the mom wanting to be around or whatever. But then we find out that um, she was in a, in a car accident and had passed. So um, that's, that's not my, really up. That's the dog. That's my dog. If you can hear. <laughs> um, it's not really like an issue because she has passed already. Yeah. So yeah. So he doesn't have to stay there for the mother. He, you know, his, maybe because of like his parents. Or and, maybe but then they're parents. they're living four hours away. So know. it's like how close can they possibly be? You know. But I guess yeah. if you're willing to travel four hours, you know, then you can do that pretty pretty easily. Yeah. Um. Let's correct uh the entire thing about david and Lana. okay so yeah this is the next thing we're gonna hop to anyway so um this week there was like a 90 day um before the 90 day the fourth hour fourth hour of the reunion it was like extras for the reunion and it starts off with um david and lana and um everyone's basically like 
confronting David about using the website that he uses to talk to Lana on. And they're like, why don't you guys just talk on social media? It's free. Like, why do you have to pay for this website? Why do you have to do this? And David keeps saying, well, it's, it's, it's illegal because of the Imbra law. And Lauren and I did some digging about this law that he keeps referencing. And basically this law was set up um, to protect um, people that were coming over on the 90 day visa. Right. It was to protect them. It was basically saying in the event that there's domestic violence or abuse. Yes. That the, the visa holder, which is the sponsor, the person that's in America Mm -hmm. um, that is, sponsoring these because you have to put up money for them like mm-hmm. you have to be able to sponsor them for 10 plus years yeah the visa's expensive and right you're like basically um responsible for anything that they do when they're here so in the event that there's some sort of like domestic abuse of any kind it gives them resources on how to get out of that without like breaking the visa yeah um it has nothing to do with the actual website or them actually talking. The other thing that we found out too was that, okay, so the website that he is actually using, I can't remember the name of it, but the website that he's actually using to talk to Lana um, has the Imbra Act like law put on it saying that you agree that you obviously won't do anything about this. You won't do anything to break this law. And it's basically put there after we dug around, it's basically put there to scare the American user into continuing to use, to use this site. their site because the site gets 50% of the, um, of the money that he uses to send the messages. Uh, I can't remember where the other 25% goes. And then another 25% goes to the girl. Oh, so, the so we know that she is getting paid yeah. to be on the site. She's yeah. getting paid per message 25%. Yeah. So all of that shit that he was saying about she doesn't get paid, that she doesn't have, um, you know, she has no incentive to stay on there, that she's just staying on to talk to her friends or whatever the case might be. That's a lie. We found it. We read the act. I actually read it in its entirety. And it has nothing to do with him not being able to legally talk to her. That First of all, that doesn't even make sense. Okay. Facebook is free. Get yourself a Facebook. We already know that that's a thing. I have friends in Russia that quite literally have one. Get yourself a Facebook. What is up with that? Yeah. And, and he just keeps saying like the, he just keeps saying like, Oh, it's because of the Imbra law. It's because of the Imbra law. And like, nobody wants to question him on it because nobody knows what that law is off the top of their head. And when they like, do unless, question him about it, he goes, it's your American thinking. Yeah, it's your American It's the thinking. American way of thinking. And it's like, that's not true, dude. You haven't, you're being scammed. We know you're being scammed. All of America knows that you're being scammed. And you're just totally turning a blind eye to it because you're not digging yourself. You know, yeah. you're not doing the extra work that it takes. It took me what three minutes right, to, to find Google that it. out. It yeah. took three minutes to Google the the Imbra law. It's like okay, boomer. Yeah, right. Like, come on, dude. You can use this website. You can travel to, to uh, Ukraine multiple times. Actually, let's bring this up too. They did say how many times have you been engaged? He's been engaged 
four times. Shh, my dog is I know your dog is doing the same thing my dog does. Completely quiet until we're doing a thing. Come here, Kev. He's been engaged four times. Come here. Two other times to women in the Ukraine. They were also asking him um, if all of the girls got cubic zirconias, and they didn't. Only <laughs> two of them did. My favorite part about Dave or uh, Big Ed was that he was saying to him, like, why didn't you give her a sized ring? Like, just go get, like, a ring size. He goes, oh, I asked her, how did you get, how did you get her ring size from Rose? And he was like, I asked her for the ring size. Oh, I asked her, and she didn't know. Go to any fucking shop. Go to any jeweler and say, hey, I want to get my ring size. Guess what? They're going to do it for free. Come on, dude. Like, get your shit together. Make sure that you go and ask her to go to any store and get her ring size and go get it. Go get her a real diamond. If it's real, go get her a real diamond. Why are you giving her a cubic zirconia? That doesn't make any sense. I'd be, I'd be living. Well, because I think he was like, this is just like a tester ring, probably. Okay. If you want to get married, give her a ring. <laughs> give her a real ring. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's make a tester sense. ring. It is a tester ring. <coughs> um, is it a test relationship too? Like, come on. If they're gonna get married, just give her the ring. What is the point of that? Whatever. I know he was like, I dropped two thousand dollars at Zales. <laughs> that's, that's what Big Ed got I love that he said he dropped two thousand dollars, and then Stephanie was like, "You were complaining about dropping two dollars on her, but he's okay with spending a hundred thousand dollars on Lana." <laughs> that's right, though. It's true. Well, and then the other thing about David is like, for a man who's done so well for himself. Like professionally, because I remember Sean being like, so according to you, David, like $100,000 is just like a drop in the bucket to you. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, it's not a lot of money. So for a man who has done this well, like you can't research or like get a lawyer to confirm that like Lana is not scamming you or I don't know. Okay, but he got a... uh, a private investigator. And then every time that the dude said, this is a scam, he was like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Regardless if it was in Ukraine or if he was in America, it wouldn't have mattered. As soon as somebody says that it's a scam. Yeah. His first thing he says is that it's not. So there's no talking any sense into him. Like, I mean, multiple people can tell him multiple things. They were all saying like, you know, it's not illegal to talk to people in the Ukraine. It's not illegal to talk to people in Russia. It's not illegal to talk to people out of the country. Yeah. And he still says it is. I know. It's like, he just wants to believe whatever his narrative is. Yeah. He's like unwilling to hear anything else. So what else happened in that was um, Rose and Ed have another confrontation that is completely meaningless. Ed is like, yeah, he's like, oh, you said you lied, you lied, lied. you said you'd never been to Manila, but then you had, um, which is really like, he was like trying to, it it seemed to me like he was trying to get her in like a gotcha kind of moment to prove that she was like this big liar, but Really, to me, it was like, okay, so, like, she forgot she had been to, like, the outskirts of Manila years and years and years ago. Yeah, as a child. Yeah, it was it was so stupid. And it just made Ed look even 
petty. Yeah. He's just petty. Yeah. He's always petty. Yeah. You know, and, and he's like, definitely like trying to bully on some of these other couples and stuff and just being like, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it was like, he, you're, you all, your girl doesn't even want to talk to you. Okay. You insulted her so many times during your two week trip yeah that she doesn't want to speak to you so how are you going to give them i know and he like apologizes and sean's like do you accept his apology and she's like no no (laughs) no no and i wouldn't either screw that guy (laughs) yeah he's awful um then they oh they show part of ash's seminar where he's talking about gender roles and how (laughs) how women are not logical (laughs) (laughs) that's like probably my favorite part of the entire thing that is so they pan over to the girls and they're all like yeah all the women are looking at him like (laughs) side eye like did you just say that women are not logical girls are too emotional yeah they only think with like their emotional side of their brain like come on dude (laughs) like what is this yeah, that's oh funny. So they questioned him about that, and basically he's like, oh, yeah, that was a mistake. Like, I was flustered and all of that. But then Sean's like, well, you left the seminar, and then you doubled down on what you were saying. <laughs> so now what do you say about that? And then and – He looks so embarrassed the entire does. time, oh, too. I think, I think he's just been so called out, like, relentlessly on social media that he's probably like, I made a mistake. Yeah, it's not good. I, I, not good. If I'd be surprised if he ever dates again, like if (laughs) anyone ever saw this, they would literally have to live under a rock to know um, that. Like, unless he finds a woman that believes, like, in those gender roles, like, you're gonna be hard pressed to find one nowadays. You can believe in gender roles, but not necessarily believe in in sexism and like no and here's the thing is like yeah gender roles like are a thing that like our society tries to like push on us but don't you're just so wrong if you're the man sitting there and saying women are illogical and they're emotional like and you're so wrong and, <laughs> and, and here's the thing as soon as you start getting pressed by those women and questioned by those women you get emotional right so what are you proving you're not proving anything. Right. I, where's the logic? Right. Dude? Where right. was where's the logic? Where's logic? Where is your, your I failed to see the man being logical right. and not being emotional. Right. He was extremely emotional. So I don't know. I, he had to take a break. He was like, I need to step away for a second. I, know. I gotta then, I have to get my thoughts. My together. favorite part was that Avery walks over and was just like, What was <laughs> that? <laughs> what was that? We wanna know too. What the hell was that, Ash? It was awful. Um so who else did you? Oh, Stephanie and Erica. Stephanie and Erica. Nope. So big fat. Nope. I don't even know what they were talking about. It's so stupid. So Erica, it wasn't even Erica. It was Stephanie. Stephanie's friends are back on for some odd reason. They were invited back on. For they the were the segment, worst. And they're the worst. And they're talking over Erica again. And Sean has to ask, ask them to leave. And then... Erica's like, I feel like I haven't been able to say anything because of Stephanie's friends. Like, it's not even Stephanie. It's Stephanie's friends. They just keep talking over me. And so Erica finally is able to say, like, what was, like, the hardest part of all this for her. And she was like, I think the hardest part was I came out to my parents. And the next day, I had to go back to my parents and tell them that woman just broke up with me. 
and it was humiliating for her. And um, so I feel for Erica. I love her. I do too. I love Erica. Stephanie started off on my good side and now she's not. Stephanie's friends are the worst. Her friends are terrible. She doesn't stand up for Erica at all, which is really weird because actually there's a part where Erica said, well, Stephanie and her friend. And then she goes, "Never mind. It wasn't even Stephanie. It was just her friend. She was like, I take that back. Like Erica will cook. She likes She likes almost is like apologetic for Stephanie. Stephanie. And but but Stephanie won't be like, I'm sorry, my friends are jerks. Yeah, she doesn't even say like, you guys should just stop because you're saying stuff that's completely false or you weren't there and you don't know or whatever. She just lets her friends talk, and then when they like cut to her, it's almost like she's laughing about it. Yeah, and it's like, girl, like, can you just not be an ass? Like, don't be an asshole. Her friends are the worst. They're just, like, yelling and, like, they have to, like, bleep them out half the time because they're just swearing, like, the entire time. And, like... The one girl was drunk. You could just tell that she was drunk already. Yeah, for sure. Just, okay, we... Listen, we sit here and drink a box of wine while we're here. That's fine. That's four bottles, and we're going to drink it. Soda box, you should sponsor us because, honestly... We love it. Every, (laughs) every time. Every time. So, like... This girl's drinking some wine, you can tell, but she's just like, I don't know, like liquid courage. I don't know what it is, but she is literally just an ass. Like she's she's rude. She's talking over everyone. She's screaming at everyone. She's just being a bitch. And it's like, what is the point of that? You're not getting your point across. You're not having anyone listen to you more than they would have normally. Like, just don't do that. Yeah, and and Stephanie to not step in and say something yeah, about like, it. Yeah, like shut up. Made me go, all right. That's it says everything, everything about, about Stephanie character. and her character and Absolutely. her personality. Absolutely. Erica was very sweet, gorgeous. Yeah. Erica is very sweet. Stephanie's and, a good looking girl too. I mean, and even Erica's her. friend is just sitting there stepping up for Erica. Yeah. You know, like I understand that Stephanie's friends were stepping up for her too, but Erica's friend was just like, can you let her finish? Right. Can you let her say because something? they were talking over Stephanie and Erica's friend was like, "Can you let Stephanie talk?" Because right. I couldn't even hear what she was trying to say. Right. Okay. Okay. So final couple, really, really, yep. really, really quick because we have no time. Is um Darcy and Tom. So basically, everyone wanted to know Tom what was in that letter that you wrote Darcy, and Darcy's like, you know, what? I don't want to hear. It. I'm gonna leave. I just want to leave because you know Darcy's like <laughs> Darcy's so like, extra. Oh my god, Darcy's like. Joan Crawford, but like, with, <laughs> but without the metal hangers, right? Like, she know like, why I hang us. She's just like so dramatic, and like, I love her. But anyway, she's like, I don't want to listen to this. I'm gonna get off camera. And um, so Tom's like, okay, do you want to hear it? And like, but he can't pull it up on his phone. I don't think he was just, like, he was like a BS. He basically, like, just says he's not gonna read it. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not gonna Long read it. I'm not gonna short. read it. But then they like cut to him when like the zoom is off with all of them and it's just like the camera on him and he's like, so basically what I said in this letter was <laughs> like and he reads the letter. Oh, and like, what did it say? It was just like, You're a great mother, you're a great person, blah blah blah. If if filler, like timing was different, if filler, blah, blah, filler, blah. no, filler. yeah, it was just like a bunch of filler. It was a bunch of bullshit with no real there was no Meaning. real ending to that story. Right. It's basically like we knew right. from the get-go that right. they were going to break up. He yeah. tried to redeem himself for being a douche. Yeah. It didn't work. Nobody yeah. fell for it, including Darcy, thank God. And 
it is what it is. Yeah. I did side note like that um, during like the commercials, they showed like celebrities, uh, celebrities asking, asking questions. questions. And one of them was Jerry. You, wait, hold on. Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jerry O'Connell is wearing like a halter top. <laughs> it's like a girl's halter top. Yeah. Like straight up. Straight up. Like I have the same one. And, they, <laughs> and they're like hiking together. And he's like, question for you, Big Ed. Would you take a bubble bath with your father-in-law? <laughs> that was funny. But then, who's the other one? I can't remember who it was, I but it's they not asked, like a huge celebrity. They asked if you had to choose, if you had to choose between Jesse and Tom, who would you choose? Her obvious answer was Tom. Tom. Jesse is a douche. He's don't Lord. like him. Nobody likes him. I'm not sure why anybody would ever date him. But like she, I think she gives a good reason, and she's like, um, I never really knew his intentions. Like I yeah. never really knew where he was coming from, or like what, like what his true intentions were. She was like, at least with Tom, like we have the friendship to back it up. Like right, they they had known each other for many yeah. years. Yeah, at least through friends. So she said she would choose Tom over Jesse, and so I would too. Case closed. And I actually don't think that Jesse's very attractive at all. Ugh. So I thought he was kind of gross. I anyway, don't think either. I think you could do a million times. Absolutely. Better. I don't think that Tom was very attractive either. But if I and had his, to choose, and his personality made him a million right. times more unattractive. He's so dry. He's just a very dry. And he, but guy. he thinks he's like so funny. Like he'll say something and he'll be like, "Yeah." Like true. during the zooms, like he'll be like, he's like "All smug." He's like, he's just weird. He's like, he's just a weird "Oh, guy. big Ed, you haven't seen your feet in years." <laughs> I'm like, oh, good job, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. (laughs) Bye. Hilarious. Okay. So, um, join us next week. Yeah. Another round of 90 days before the 90 days. And I think we might throw some other stuff. We're going to try and start integrating some other things. I know that we spend a lot of time on 90 day fiance, but we want to start putting some other stuff in, but that takes the help of you guys. What do you want us to watch? And, and if there's something, even if it's done, even if the series is completely done, yeah, just tell us what you like, what, what kind of shows you guys watch, what kind of reality, what kind of trending, it doesn't really matter. We want to watch it with you. We want to talk with you. We want you guys to talk with us. So send us some messages. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us what you want to be watching. We'll watch it too. And we will comment on it and you guys can come on and comment on it with us. Naked and Afraid XL. We love it. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.